Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 244. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. We're going to continue the Arkansas Song Save. And we're talking about a garden pest. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We got some adventures to talk about and then go on later. We got some people to thank. We got some stories to tell. We got some reaction to the new hot buzz in the world of magic. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's Fusion Gaming Online.com. They're a source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much so. And I just ordered a Kazmina, the one that gives all your planeswalkers the, the plus ability one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. You uh, ordered one. Strixhaven. From, oh, uh, I was supposed to order you something, wasn't I? Nah, I got it. Oh, okay. I got it. I and, got it. And did you use CCO Fusion 5 promo code for 5% off your whole order? Absolutely, I did. Because you bought some, like, baller... Oh. You bought some baller whale stuff. You bought some whale ball stuff. <laughs> yeah, hey? What sure. did you buy? I got a foil full art sort of fire and ice. So you saved 5% so, on that? Yeah, so I saved... <coughs> a few dollars on that one. Oh. <laughs> and what else did I get? I got a foil. What's the thing? You, ex- you you exile a land, and then all the lands that share a name with it tap for more. Extra planar lands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two two skull clamps. Oh, that's fine. That are foil. Oh. <laughs> yeah, these, these are all foil cards, Ryan. I don't fuck around, okay? Operation No Red Deck Left Behind is... It is In real. full swing. And... Whole baby. Yes. Yeah. Well, you had you had you had like four dollars worth of store credit from trading in like three collector boxes of Strixhaven. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we were ready to were, go. You were good to go. Oh, and man. you can use store credit from trading your cards in and then still get a discount, right? Because they just yeah. lop it off the top and then you just pay with however you pay. Yeah, it's good stuff. So cool. Go there, check them out. We like working with those guys. We got some we got some upcoming collabs with them in the future and we do appreciate the 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 business daddy as yeah. it were. With one of those collabs being, I'm sure, the upcoming follow that I'm gonna get on Twitter. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't I'm, know. I have a feeling. I have a good feeling that this this time is my time. This that at time. Fusion Gaming Winnipeg is going to follow you yep. on Twitter? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's I'm... pretty fucking tall order. We didn't. That's not in the contract. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, it's good. We we've got some stuff on order. From remember the survey a couple weeks ago, we got <laughs> some stuff on order. We, we're not going to tease any more than that. But it's cool. It's going to be coming to your house. Ooh. And uh, one one of them was that was your idea. Actually, looks really good. Oh, I love so, when stuff is my idea and then it works out. Yeah, so keep keep an eye out for for at I guess at CCO podcast at CCO Brando. Watch the Facebook page. Watch for upcoming merchandise and kind of campaign announcements that we're going to be launching shortly to the moon. Yeah, to the moon. Yeah, we're thing. CCO Nation is taking over the moon. We're we're expanding. We're we're yeah 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 okay. You said we've got some stories to tell, some people to thank, some adventures to go on later. Where do you want to start? I think we should start with the thank yous of our of our new human. Yes. Our new our new member of the nation. Yeah, and I got this one. This one might be really easy or really hard. Okay. And both both of those sound dirty now that I've said them. Mm-hmm. We're super mature. Okay. Patreon nickname, CCO nickname, one of the benefits to becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash CCO podcast. People mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. this already. Yep. I, I've had people tell me on the Discord, oh, thanks, that's why I signed up. Because it's one of the benefits. Yeah, air quotes, benefits. <laughs> for us to just dunk all over your fucking <laughs> name that you live with for your whole life. <laughs> yeah. So we've got one new one today. Okay. Big thank you and F you to Derek Vaughn. 
an I think pseudo celebrity Lindsey Vaughn, Olympic skier extraordinaire, ex wife or girlfriend to um, Nashville Predator PK Subban, hockey player. This mm. is Lindsey Vaughn's brother. I don't know how you do a nickname to that. <laughs> we call him Vaughn Stroman. Oh, yes. Yeah? Yes. And he's giant and has a beard and he's a power lifter with a well, Superman tattoo. No, no, no. no, I got it. I got it. He's the opposite of Braun Strowman. So he's got like a one. I guess Wonder Woman's really strong too. He's got like a Green Arrow tattoo. No, no, and no. He, he's he a sucks little at lifting stuff. Yes, he's, he's a little scrawny guy. No he weighs like ninety pounds. He's got a barbed wire tattoo. Ooh, that's on fire with a little skull wrapped up in it <laughs> on his lower back. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> yes. So Vaughn Strowman. Vaughn Tramp Stamp Strowman. Oh yes. Got there. Yes, yes, yes. So big thank you, big f you. Welcome to the nation. I can't believe anybody wants those yeah that's but they cool. do it's that's weird. cool that's cool yeah. so we've got we've got a little deck list today yeah. let's give the commandy a read and this is courtesy of robert galantine a a cco national light and frequenter of the thursday altar auctions a lot of the time Re and, roberto and, seven and something australian what so big shout out to to the australians in the nation uh, wait that's a how do you say it good day to you. Did <laughs> sure. I, did I say that right? Yeah, I'm I not, think so. My Australian accent is the shits. It's really bad. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. Okay. Good. Let's let's read the commander. Let's read the commander. It's Black's vexing pest. Ooh. Yeah. So we gave some hints to win our stinky onion pack last week. So we'll announce that next week because we don't have uh, any of the guesses in yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fine. Anyway, he is a 3-2 for green 2. Other pests, bats, insects, snacks, and spiders you control get plus 1, plus 1. And when he dies, you gain 4 life. Oh. So he's got the pest thing because he's the pest creature type. When yeah. a pest dies, they you gain 4 life. That's Correct. the kind of the Golgari or Witherbloom ability in Golgari, Strixhaven. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and on the other side, he's a... Oh, yeah, yeah, double-sided. He's searched for blacks, black, black, two for his sorcery. Look at the top five cards of your library. You can put any, num them, any number of them into your hand and the rest into your other hand. You lose three life for each one put into your hand. So you put them into your hand or graveyard and you lose three life. So this is kind of like ad nauseum, but like the top five cards of your library. And it costs more. Oh, this is kind of like Moonlight, moonlight Bargain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Th this card, that card side of the card is very powerful oh yes if you have mana to cast it over and over because it goes back to your command zone yeah and if you have infinite life you can draw your whole deck yes which kind of i don't know you could just play blue and just make infinite mana and draw your whole deck <laughs> <laughs> well i mean if you can make infinite mana you could just put your whole deck into your graveyard and then just win that way too. oh yeah because we're playing golgari we, yeah. we don't give a shit about fucking where the cards are we just need infinite mana yes yeah, as long as they're not in your library still you're fine. Okay. Yeah. Could this be a dredge commander? Just infinite yeah. quest for Blex and then dredge everything? Yeah. Neat. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Not what we're doing today, but no. it would be a, in a, a route of attack you could take. Yeah. I guess before we before we do anything more today. Blex dredging past. That's what we call them. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Before we do anything today, we got some other stuff to talk about. We just wanted to tease the commandy. Yes, we do. Uh, in in our in our legendary review for Strixhaven, I said I like Blex because I like the tribal nature of it, but I like how there's multiple build paths available to you because of that other side. But. We have a pack to give away first. Okay. This is from guessing 
Cody Vociferous Codex last week. The book. The, yeah, the book. This is Ominous One on YouTube. I if, guarantee you that's not their real name. I guarantee you that's not their real name. It might be. I, I promise you it's not. <laughs> I promise it's not their real name. If you are Ominous One, get after us. CommanderCookout at gmail.com. Tell us that it's you. Tell us where to send the pack. Tell us if you want to add it to the Stinky Santa sack for Christmas, and we'll get it sent your way. Or put it in the Stinky Santa sack. Yes, and we'll stinky send it to Santa some kids' way in, in, in Christmas times. Yeah. Yeah, and you got a story. What's the story? Don't you have a story? Yeah, it's something I wanted to talk about. It's magic-related even. Oh, yeah. So people can't dunk on us for not talking about magic in the first half hour of the show. Okay. So check this out. Recently on Good Morning Magic, our boy Gavin, yes, he announced that they're going to be doing more commander decks with the standard sets. Yes, like like actual commander decks was like 17 new cards. Like C yeah, C21 2.0, C21 3.0 with like 15 17 new cards. That's yeah. about how many cards we get in the regular commander release. Now initially, what was my initial reaction, Ryan? What did I what did I first think? That's a, that you were like, that's what I fucking said. Now I can't say it. Yes. Well, if you already said it, <laughs> you can say the same thing that I Gavin says. I didn't say it on the show, though, so it doesn't count. Now it just sounds like I'm copying him. Oh. But anyway, <laughs> the fir my first reaction after that was I was fucking pissed off. Cause I was like, oh, God damn it. Now i got to buy the fucking set. i got to buy Hey, it. hey, no, you don't. 80, no, I, you don't. I know, but... I do. No, I we don't. We don't have I'm... to. We don't have to fucking project that we need to buy them because then other people think that they have to buy them, and you fucking don't. You can just not buy them. I have a YouTube channel where I open the shit, Ryan. <laughs> I have to get some of it so I can open it for my YouTube channel. Well, good thing you got the business daddies to help you. Yes. Fusion, uh, FusionGamingOnline.com, CCO Fusion Five promo code. <laughs> Plus, especially following Strixhaven, where I have the biggest helping of buyer's remorse from those commanders. Oh yeah, I just, dude, I didn't like them and that's just me i i just didn't like them i know lots of people are into them well i'm not well there's there's the fucking lesson right there for anybody who's thinking yeah. oh i gotta buy everything and then you hate yourself because you bought everything yeah right so, so there's don't that. buy don't buy everything yeah you don't need to unless you're opening them for other people's fun i do it so you guys don't have to <laughs> so damn it learn from me okay okay so i thought about it a little while because it's like nah that there's got to be something here. And then I got thinking about myself. Let's think about our standard modern player playing brethren. Because they still exist, yep. I assume, out there yep. somewhere, right? And what have we had since Commander kind of became the focal point, maybe, of R&D a little bit more? There's Commander staples or Commander cards getting printed into Standard. And what are they doing? They're destroying Standard. Yeah. Uro, Oko, those cards blew Standard to hell. And those are cards that are just fine. You barely see them in Commander. Mm -hmm. But they're great there. So I'm thinking to myself, maybe what they're doing with these extra Commander decks is maybe we're going to see some of the cards that are focused on Commander going to be put into those Commander decks, and therefore we're going to see kind of a depowering or slowing of the role in Standard. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, I think that that's a fairly sound theory, and you could even build on that theory saying that the draft boosters and the set slash collector boosters are a perfect example of that already because you you eliminate extra rares and you eliminate the chance to getting blown out with a well-balanced draft booster, but you get everything that you want when you crack a pack in a set or collector booster. And if, if they apply that same theory to an entire package of cards that you can just open and play, then you get 
both a good product that you can open and play for probably $40. Yeah. Which is fine. It is what it is. Yeah, damn it. And they don't have to do anything... And they don't risk making a mistake that'll blow everything to shit like Oko did. Which, Gavin, he didn't admit it in the video, but he did make mentions. Like, well, we didn't put an energy commander in what... Commander Legends. You know, in Ether Revolt or whatever. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The original yeah. energy. We didn't put one in there because we were afraid at the time that it might blow up standard. Yeah, well, so, he fucking well, didn't, didn't yeah, either. Oops. Ether Flux or no, uh, Ether Works Marvel. Yeah, they didn't, didn't, did not have to get they banned. They need the commander, but the <laughs> but you see where they're coming from, right? So yep. I kind of get that. But now, that's balanced. Now let's let me let me let me needle you with a little bit more conspiracy. Where everybody rolls their eyes at me. Oh god, Let, here we go. Let's here get some go. eye rolling. Yeah, going you here. don't come to Brando for like the honest, like, the, hey, the, this is a good marketing and product decision. Usually, I say that. Yeah, and then you're like, ah, oh, don't care. Yeah. But then you said it. Okay, what's here we okay. go. Hit so us, hit us with the fucking not truth, Brando. So now that they've moved all of the commander things that we as commander players are going to to want yep. into a set where we can just go and buy based on a deck list, I'm going to buy this box and I'm going to get each and every card that I want and I know that because because I, I know the list, yeah. So why oh why would commander players buy the set itself if there aren't maybe as many commander staples in it? And I tell you, because they're <laughs> printing all the full art and foil versions of the commander cards in the collector boosters. So not only are they pushing us to our very own little product where we get to have our boxes and be really excited to have just the cards that we want. If we want those blinged out versions, motherfuckers like us got to, well, me, got to buy commander boosties because we want our foils and our full art. You, you got to buy the, you got to buy the, the Forgotten Realms collector boosters. Yeah. And you got to buy the the Innistrad Werewolf and Vampire collector boosters to get the foil versions of the new commander cards. That's right. Yeah, I think that that's a smart marketing move. If you want to make money, that's how you do it. Yeah. You split your fucking product so you can get income off of two things. Yeah. And I'm not pissed about it, <laughs> but it, you can see them kind of pushing, hey, commander players like Bling, so yes. let's channel them maybe a little bit more towards the collector boosters, and they're going to have more money for it because they're not buying set and draft boosters trying to get the shit that they want. Yeah, and you know what? As long as as long as the demand for set and collector boosters is met with enough product and or once stuff starts opening back up, more draft boosters are printed because draft boosters are so hard to find right now because they're not making as much of them because yeah. nobody's doing in-store play and nobody drafting, wants right? Them, yeah. yeah, nobody's nobody wants them. So, as long as the demand is met and as long as for example, if there's like a, a non-foil commander or sorry, as long as there's, for example, a non-foil version and a foil version, mm -hmm. everybody can get what they want. Yeah. If I want to play a foil version, great. If you want to get a foil version, great. You can buy them in whatever product they come in or a single or a booster box of collector packs. Yeah. I can paint the non-foils. I can play the non-foils if I crack one, right? Yeah. So, hey, if, if, if they're diversifying and profiting, good on them. That's fucking great business. Yeah. If it makes it easy for us to get the exact variation of card we want great and with collector boosters if it's driving the price of the more premium versions down hell yeah that's great for buying singles not so good when you gotta yeah. trade in for credit but you know what like i mean that's that sounds like based on all the other shit i just said that sounds like a first world problem yeah that's right? a that's an issue that i complain about lots but at the end of the day i like opening those packs 
and, and I having hate, singles be cheaper. I hate packs, but I like those ones, and I like that I can just trade in my other stuff to get them. Yep. So I don't. I'm not actually out an obscene amount of money. Yep. Which is cool, and I'm also very happy that it does bring the single prices down because it lets more people play Magic with me, and eventually we're going to be able to do that. And I'm very excited to see lots of new faces around the tables because I think that there's gonna be more than yeah you than... know what we're, we you you don't know this yet but we actually have actually you do know this because we talked about it and you maybe just don't remember <laughs> yeah i don't we've got some plans to to talk about kind of the reintroduction of face-to-face play and how much the format's grown over 2020 despite like nobody playing in person remember we, we were talking about this so we're gonna we're gonna have some content on that in between the arc of strixhaven this might be the last episode in the arc Oh, and and the next like the Forgotten Realm set, we might have like an inter kind of realms, yeah, yeah. Shame. Because I don't know if anybody maybe maybe let us know if you want to hear an arc of Modern Horizons two, but most likely because there's going to be lots of reprints there, maybe people don't want to hear about it. Let me slam down one more thing. Also, Not sure, thing. it just it just blasted through my brain. Oh, my yeah. my expectations for these Forgotten Realms commander decks are so motherfucking high. There is absolutely no way that Watsi can possibly live up to them. So I'm very very excited to being upset about them not living <laughs> up to my ludicrously high expectations. <laughs> oh man, I'm very excited about. Well, it. I want to see. I'm happy. I'm happy you have high expectations, and I and I hope on. I, you know what? I know. I know on some fronts, maybe even many fronts, Ooh. they're going to deliver and oh, you hell yeah. will be happy. Oh, yeah. I've on seen s- five cards from that set and I'm already so excited. Your fucking eggplant emoji. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, on some fronts, they will fall short. So on yeah. some fronts, they will fail. There will be misses. I think that there'll be enough positives that that it'll very much outweigh the negatives. Absolutely. And and again, with these commander decks, it means way more of our favorite characters are going to be getting featured in cards. And they're probably going to be way cooler than they would have been if they were balanced for standard. So oh, yeah. I think that this is going to be, as much as I might dunk on it later, you guys can hearken back to, to right now when I say, I think this is going to be <laughs> fucking cool, and I'm really excited about it. Well, speaking of fucking cool, I like today's deck. Ooh. We're, we're, not the, uh, we're not the Forgotten Realms arc yet oh. we're not the inter arc yet oh. right but uh we are blex vexing pest he is a stonky boy this is the arc of strixhaven let's do the deck let's do it all right ryan we got blex vexing pest where should we start to let's do the ramp first well, hold on real quick recap okay we're looking for what, what are the tribe types that he buffs pests bats insects snacks and spiders okay and on the back we can Look at the top five, put some into our hand, some into our graveyard, can, lose some life. Yeah, we could 15 ourselves to put five cards into our regular hand, or we can zero ourselves to put five cards into our secondary hand. Or any combination thereof. Yes. Okay. Okay, so let's start with the ramp. Do we'll the get ramp. Out of the way. There's some actual, and it, let's let's be mindful of new Strixhaven cards. It is the arc of, mm-hmm. right? But uh, give us a read of, of the 10 ramp cards, and if there's any that you want to circle back to, we'll, we'll do those at the end. All right, we got Talisman of Resilience, Sakura Tribuilder, Rampant Growth, Pitiless Plunderer, Myth Unbound, Heartless Summoning, Farhaven Elf, Ezroot Channeler, we'll talk about that in a second, Culling Ritual, we'll talk about that one, and Arcane Signet. Yeah, okay, Ez... Uh, what is it? Ezroot Channeler. Okay, uh, this is from oh. Commander 21. Yeah, it's a 4-6 for 6 with Reach. Creature spells you cost cost X, cost X less two cast, where X is the amount of life you've gained this turn, and you can tap him to gain two life. Okay, so t- 
we, we care about life gain on that guy. Our commander life gains us. Okay. Yep. So maybe that's going to be a theme. We've got a culling ritual. This card is good. I thought it would cost more. Maybe that's one of those commander or uh, collector pack pulls cheapness. You cheap know what? Cards that we're talking about. I, I think it's good the, in the higher up you go in the comp competitiveness ladder, the closer you are to CDH, the better this card is. Yes. Yes. So that's that's why I say it's good. In the efficiency race that we find ourselves in, it also this card will get better over time. It'll get better with age, like a fine wine. I think so. I like my truck. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. What does Give it, it do? A, right? Okay, I'll read it. Yeah, this is a sorcery for green black to destroy each each non land permanent with converted mana cost two or less. Add black or green for each permi destroyed this way. Ooh. Yeah. So that's gonna get let's say all or, or most of the mana rocks, right? It's going to get all of the mana dorks, except for the guy we just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get... Uh, what else is it going to get? Rocks, dorks... Tokens. It, tokens, equipment. Yeah, but nice dockside extortionist loser. I'm going to kill it <laughs> and all your treasure, and I'm going to get all the fucking mana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. And you can see why then it's good in CEDH because you got zero drop mana rocks, you've got Dockside Extortionist up everybody's asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a good ass card. Yep. Now, Myth Unbound is our last one. And that was like from Commander 18. Just give that a read to remind everybody what that one is. It is a enchantment for green two. Your commander costs one less to cast for each time you've cast it from the command zone. And whenever your commander is put into the command zone from anywhere, anywhere, you draw a card. Ooh. So all of a sudden, if we have infinite mana and we're casting the backside of Blex, we can we can draw with that. Yeah. And it continues to circumvent one mana of the command tax. It's a cool card. Yes, that's a gooder. I like that one, especially in a deck like this where maybe you're going to want to cast your commander over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, well, we're, 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 we've yet to see if that's what we want to do. Let's read the removal before we get into the nitty-gritty. All right, we got Beast Within. Yeah. We got Binding of the Old God. Oh, give that one a read. That's a saga. We never play sagas. Holy God. All right. Chapter one. Green, black, two. Chapter one. Destroy target non-land permanent and opponent control. So four mana removal spell. Perfect. Chapter two. Search your library for a forest card. Not basic forest. Put it into play tapped. Shuffle your library. Four mana. Destroy a guy. Fucking get a mana. Chapter three. Creatures you control gain the D-touch until end of turn. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit slow, but it's fine. It's a chapter three of a saga that's already done two of the things that we probably wanted to do. Ye yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Caustic Caterpillar. Sack it to naturalize. Feed the Swarm. Destroy an enchantment, we lose life. Or creature. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good card. And we, we're seeing Mortality Spear again. Oh, this is another stonky boy. Yep. It costs two less if you've... Gained life this turn, right? Probably will. Probably yeah. will. So it would be green, black, or green, black, two. Destroy target non-land permanent. That's good. That is good. Is that worth four mana at instant speed? I think it is. I think so. I think that it is. Like, it's utter end, right? It's uh, Assassin's Trophy, but better, in theory. Well, no, at four mana, it's oh, utter yeah. end. Yeah, I suppose. Or it's better Assassin's Trophy, is it not? But you got to gain life. Yeah, if you've gained life, it's better Assassin's Trophy. Hey, you know what I fucking like with that? What's that? I like uh, those gain lands that I like already. <laughs> oh, God. You... Second favorite art in all of Stonkshaven for Brando, Pest Infestation. Oh, yeah. Destroy X 
artifacts and enchantments and you create X 1-1 one, one black and green pest creature tokens that when they die you gain a life. Twice X. You That's how many you create? You kill X things, but then you get twice X pests. Oh, and so, that's green X X. Yeah, so if you pay five, you'll kill two artifacts or enchantments and get four pests. I don't hate that. That's a cool card. I like, I like that, that one. one. And that's oh, that's a sorcery, which isn't the greatest, but putting tokens into play at instant speed isn't something that we see very often. Yeah, they're... that's more of a white thing. Believe it or not, that's actually white instant speed creatures. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. or blue with yeah. flash. But, yeah, but we don't talk about instant blue. instant speed tokens is a white thing. Agreed. Anyways, last one we have Rex Sage. That just gets a guy. It's fine. I've been thinking about this. If you're gonna play Rex Sage in Commander, mm -hmm. why don't you play Collector Oof instead? Doesn't, th does that shut off artifacts? What does that one do? Turns artifacts off. It turns them off. Turns them all off. Yeah, all of them. Well, not ours, but... It null no rods. It null rods. It null rods, right? It's a null rod, yeah. Because uh, this destroys, and we have lots of graveyard getter backers. I suppose. So you could take advantage of this multiple times. And let's just take a minute here. We've got custom categories, so big thanks to Rob for that. Hell yeah. I like how... Members of CCO Nation have adopted the phrase graveyard getter backer. Yes. So much so that that fucking guy that you like more than me, Max Crandell, yeah. he actually says graveyard getter backers on his show. <laughs> <laughs> so super cool that we, oh, uh, we've, we've coined a verse. We've got to get t-shirts or something. We're eh? influencing the community. That's there it dope is. as hell. Should we talk about graveyard getter backers? Let's do it. This is always my favorite section. This is a good section. It starts with victimize. Oh, baby. You sack a creature, you get two target creatures back from your graveyard. Of course. Like, what the hell, right? Yeah, I'll trade two for one. Every time I read that card, I think, this there's a spelling mistake or a grammatical <laughs> error on this yeah, card. Every there should, time. There should be a period somewhere, and, and you should switch where that two is. Yes. <laughs> uh, Vain Witch Coven. This is another Commander 21. Yep. 1.0, right? Give it a read. It is a 3-3 three, three for black 2 with menace. Whenever you gain life, you can pay black. If you do, return target creature from your graveyard to your hand. Whenever we gain life, pay black, get it back. Yes. It's raised dead when we gain life. Sure. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Tortured existence. Oh, baby. We talked about this the other day. This we is enchantment for black. You play black, or you pay black, discard a creech, get a creech back from your graveyard to your hand. Cool. Yes. I'll take it. Reassembling skeleton, my boy. One, one for two. You pay two, you get him back onto the battlefield. That's an instant speed one too, isn't it? Yes. Oh, it comes to, it comes back tapped, which is kind of shitty. Don't care if we can but. sacrifice him. He doesn't care if he's tapped or untapped. Phyrexian wreck lamation. Oh. This is graveyard to hand when you pay two life, and black one. Yep. And that's an enchantment, so you can do that over and over. Cool. Palace siege. Enchantment for five. You can choose one when it enters the battlefield. Cons or dragons, right? Right. At If you choose cons, at the beginning of your upkeep, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Cool. Raise dead for five. got to get five raised deads out of that to make it worth it. Or <laughs> you pick dragons, and at the beginning of your upkeep, each opponent loses two life, and we gain two life. I could see myself actually choosing either of those because yeah. we actually care about gaining life in this deck. I like when we play these things with the, the modes, and you're... You could pick either one. Yes. And that's that's cool. I like Sometimes that. it's obvious and 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 because you got the choice, they always like tack a mana onto it, right? Oh, we'll yeah. give you the choice, but we'll we'll charge you an extra mana for it. Yeah. And if it's only ever one obvious choice, you lose that utility. But here I think it it's uh it's it's still there. 
How about Hell's Caretaker? Oh, yeah. That's a name that they won't use anymore. Yeah. This is a four drop, one, one. You tap, sack a creature, get a creature from your graveyard onto the battlefield. Only during your upkeep, though. Man, th- that art is amazing. I know that it's real simple. It's just like a smear of black and orange paint, but that is just awesome. Yes. I really like the, it. The ninth edition one, also awesome. Look at that later. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're watching on YouTube, because you fucking should be. And thanks for the new subs, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. If yeah. you are here, thanks. Yeah. Joe will have maybe both on the screen if we could sucker him into doing that. Into it. Gravecrawler? Sack him. Oh, no. You sack him, you get a black. Nope. That's not what that does. No, 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 no. You can play him from your graveyard if you have another zombie, and he can't block. You were thinking about butt pest. I was thinking about playing Gravecrawler with Phyrexian Altar. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was thinking. I would Eternal Witness. Oh, get a racker. Cavalier of Night. Oh, this is a good one. Four, five, life dink for black, 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 th- two. When it enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice another creature when you do destroy target uh, creature and opponent controls. Okay. And when it dies, return target creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. With converted mana cost three or less. Oh, so you get a little guy back. Yeah. We could get Blex back with that. You get Blex. You can get an Eternal Witness to get the bigger thing you wanted back. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, get your yeah, okay. Rex Sage. Lots of stuff you can get back with the Cavalier. Yeah, good. Okay. Now, card draw. Do we have any any ones that are kind of off of the beaten path here? I don't know if we uh, do. Right. Oh, we got to have Empiric Rites. You sack a creature, gain a life draw card. Hey, that's a gainer lifer. Thalid Soothsayer. Pay two, sack a life draw card. Or sack a creature draw card. Tevish Zat, Doom of Fools. Oh, he's a Planeswalker. <sighs> Allow me. Yes. Planeswalker for loyalty. Black four, plus two, you get two black thrall creature tokens relevant in the deck. Plus one, you can sacrifice another creature or planeswalker. If you do, you draw two cards. Then you draw another card if the sacked creature was a commander. Oh, and it would be because we would gain life, which some cards care about. Yeah. And we just play Blex again or the backside of Blex to start like getting value or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And he's also got minus 10 gain control of all commanders. And you put all commanders from the zone into plan your control. Neat. It's. I actually did that a little while ago, and it was like, "What the fuck do I do?" Because yeah, none of them. Wor- they didn't. I just got a bunch of commanders that didn't work together. Very underwhelming. It doesn't mean that it always is, but in the case that I got it to work. Yeah. If you got somebody else's blacks, I don't know how happy you'd be. Yeah. <laughs> how about silver? Silver smote ghoul. At the beginning of your end step, if you gain three or more life this turn, silver something smoty ghoul. From your graveyard to the battlefield. Return it from the graveyard to the battlefield. Yes. And you can pay black one to sacrifice it to draw a card. Okay, so that's a card draw spell that we would get back frequently. Oh, Priest of the Forgotten Gods. Oh, yeah, this card's got a weird ability. You tap, sacrifice two other creatures. Any number of target creatures or players this turn lose two life and sack a creature. We add black, black, and draw a card. Holy fuck, hey? That thing does all kinds of shit. Yeah, make you lose... I'll draw, I'll add black, black, and then I'll maybe cast something, right? Yeah. Moldervine Reclamation. Whenever one of our creatures dies, we draw a card and we gain a life. It does everything we want to do. Liliana's Standard Bearer. I think that this card might be underrated. Agreed. It's a 3-1 flasher, which is g- good already because it's going to get somebody and uh, like in a block. Mm. And when it enters the battlefield, you draw X cards where X is the number of creatures that died under your control this turn. OK, 
Okay, so you can flash it in at end of turn after a, like a board wipe or like yep. an alpha strike, draw, fill your hand back up. Yeah. Or it'll get somebody and maybe draw you a card when it enters the battlefield. It's pretty cool. Izona Thousand Eyes. Okay, this has got un unearth, right? Undergrowth. Undergrowth. When it enters the battlefield, draw. No, you get a 1-1 one, one black and you get a token for each creature that died this turn. Black and green insect for each creature in your graveyard. Oh, fuck. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> and you can pay black and green, sack another creature, you gain a life, and draw a card. Who'd have thunk that Golgari had all of this life gain in it already, hey? It's like it's like Watsi knew that and they were like building around it with, with Strixhaven more. Yeah, it's almost like they were trying to fool people into thinking they were doing something different with Golgari. Oh. They were just doing more Golgari <laughs> yeah, things. You got, you got me. Harvester of Souls. Whenever a non-token creature dies, we draw a card. That is a good card. And Grim Haru Specs. Whenever a creature dies, we draw a card. Yes. It's got Morph, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, fuck Morph. Yeah. Stupid. We also play an Aetherflux Reservoir. That's Ooh. its own. It's called Just Gotta Win. Yeah, uh, that's that's a win condition. But also, if we can cast our commander from the command zone a bunch of times, it's going to start to not hurt us when we take all the cards from Search for Blex into our hand. Yeah. Because we can just continue to cast and cast and cast. And uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit in Strengths and Weaknesses. And the one tutor that we have available to us in the deck is Demonic Tutor. A mystical archive demonic tutor to to boot. I hope that that's real. Might be okay. It's tough to say. Now we've got some sacrifice outlets. This is called call them. I guess just really quick, we'll run through these because they're in here to do what we already want to do, or they're in here to do something beneficial to the deck. But they're sacrifice outlets. That's the important part. Viscerousier, Spawning Pit, Ruthless Knave, Greater Good, Evolutionary Leap, Demir House Guard, and Altar of Dementia. And also hidden in there, I think we have the... I don't want to say the original commander of the deck, but we have a jack-in-the-box commander for sure in Masaryk, Krull Death Priest. Oh, yeah, and that's whenever we sacrifice a permanent? Whenever anybody sacrifices anything, put a plus-one-plus-one counter on each creature you control. That card is insane. The power level of that card is too damn high. Yes, that, that oh, card is outrageous. We've got eight sack outlets ourselves. And we've read the the word sacrifice a few times already, mm -hmm. like on some of our getter backers or like 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 on victimize. Yep, that's gonna just buff our team, and we haven't even got to the token section yet. Yeah, we haven't even started putting tokens into play yet. Okay, should we start doing that? Let's do it. All right, token makers. We're gonna start with Tormod the Desecrator. Whenever any one or more cards leaves your graveyard, you get a two-two zombie toke. So every time you replay that reassembling skeleton, you're gonna get a zombie. Yes, very excellent. Sifter of Skulls. Whenever a creature we control dies, we put a 1-1 colorless Eldrazi Scion onto the battlefield that we can sacrifice for a mana. Non-token creature, but yes. Oh, okay. Otherwise, it would infinitely loop with itself. Yeah, well, it, it can almost go infinite with reassembling Skeleton. You just got to come up with black. And if you yeah. play one of the cards in the budget section, yeah, you can just... Uh, yeah, big surprise, right? Phyrexian Altar goes infinite with, yeah, with stuff. Of course it does. Yeah. Rise of the Dread Marn. This is create X 2 2 black zombie berserker creatures where X is the number of non token creatures that died this turn. Neat. And it's got four tails, so you can like put a down payment of two mana. You can cast it for, for black later. But this is another one that's just going to like get you back, like that Liliana standard bearer, get you back up to speed after a board wipe. Pawn of Ulamog. Whenever it or another creature dies, you get an Eldrazi spawn, right? Yep, zero one that sacks for a mana. Yep. 
open the graves. Whenever a non-token creature control dies, you get a 2-2 black zombie. Ooh, so so we're starting to see like, oh, we want to sacrifice stuff. We want to just play the, the sw switchy dippy, like in out of the graveyard type value game, right? Yep. That's now, what we want to do. Let's talk about one of my favorite pet cards. Oh, GG. Gutter Grime. Gutter Grime. When, give it a read then if you want if you like it so much. Gutter Grime is an enchantment for green four. Whenever a non-token creature you control dies, put a slime counter on Gutter Grime, then put a green ooze creature token into play with this creature's power and toughness are each equal to the number of slime counters on Gutter Grime. There it is. Okay, so I they, love that get, card. they get bigger and bigger with the slime counters. Yeah. Okay, cool. Those work really good with things like, what's it called? Reassembling Skeleton as well. Yes. When we get to the section where we suggest cards, I have a couple of suggestions I think would go good in here that also work really good with Gutter Yeah, there, there's some very obvious suggestions, and then and then I think that you'll take over with some just some cool niche cards. I've got a couple of cards I think would just not spice it up, but be cool in this deck. Okay. For sure. Golgari Germination is the next card. I forgot this card even existed. Me too. This is Golgari and one enchantment. Whenever a non-token creature you control dies, you put a 1-1 one, one green sapling creature token onto the battlefield. Cool. It's, again, just another one of those things. In or out, we're getting a token. Endrixar Masturbator. Oh, I never even made that connection. Anyways. have you? How long have we been doing this show? You never put that together? No. That's Sh weird, eh? My goodness. Yeah, I guess I don't call it that. That's why. My Anyways, goodness. it's a 2-2 two, two human wizard for five. Whenever you cast a creature, you put X, 1-1 one, one black thrall. Creature tokens onto the battlefield where X is that creature's converted mana, or yeah, converted mana cost. And when you control seven or more thralls, you sacrifice Endrixar. Sure. Desecrated tomb. Ooh, whenever a creature leaves your graveyard, you get a 1-1 one, one bat, right? With flying. Yeah, and That's this would neat. be a 2-2 two, two bat with blacks too, right? Yeah, you'll notice that we haven't been making many spiders or snakes or... Well, we have now. That you, <laughs> and we will continue to do that with Blight Mound. Yeah, this is the SpongeBob card of the set, right? Yeah. This guy just looks like an idiot, like extra fish character in the Krusty Krab on SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is a, a black two enchantment attacking uh, pests you control get plus one, plus oh. And gain menace, which means they can only be blocked by two or more creatures. Thank you. And whenever a non-token creature you control dies, you get a 1-1 one, one black and green pest that when it dies, you gain a life. Neat. Which is something that we care about. Yes. Okay, we've got one last category, right? Before we switch over to, to some of the, like, the, the suggestions or the maybes. Yes. And it's probably my least favorite section because I hate aristocrats shit. I don't know if this is really aristocratic. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't have all of what you would normally see it has a few it has enough that's fine it's hint i know it's just it's just me but the section's fine that's it's like some people that's like some people who say like oh i don't like brash taunter <gasps> what yeah those people exist yes no they people don't. who don't like red people who say oh, i don't play red red's not my color i don't play burn i don't care about mana geyser right like what? Yeah. No. That's a thing. No, it's not. I've seen it on the internet. The internet's never lied to me. Oh, bullshit. I know. Especially Reddit. They're always right there. Oh, yeah, if you just ask them. Yes. <laughs> just ask them. All right. The drain section. We're going to start with Vito Thorn of the Duck Hose. Hey, I like that. Okay. Whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life, and your guys can gain lifelink, and it's a creature for three. Sanguine Bond. Same exact thing, right? Whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much? Yep. Okay. Poison tip archer. Whenever a creature dies, each opponent loses one life. 
That's great. Like any creature. Yeah. It's even their shit. I like that. Marauding Blight Priest. Hey, this is... We've never played this card before, hey? This is a good one. I like this one. Whenever we gain life, each opponent loses that much life. Just one life. Oh, yeah. yeah we gain life, they lose one life. Dina Soul Steeper. Whenever we gain life, each opponent loses one life. Does that does that Marauding Blight Priest combo with the rest of our stuff here? Why wouldn't it? Whenever we gain life, each opponent loses one life? Yeah, so we'd gain a life and everybody would lose a life. And if we gain another life, everybody else would lose life. Then we gain four life and everybody loses one life. Okay. Yeah, it's sure. Okay, yeah. well, we could definitely put blood bond combo in here, but it's not. It's oh, yeah, I was I was thinking that this was a, like ex that did exquisite blood but only once. Kind of it does, right? Ish. Sure. Okay, last card. Bastion of Remembrance. That is whenever when it enters the battlefield, we get a 1-1 a one, one human soldier creature token? Yep. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Randomly. Yeah. But uh, when, when a creature we control dies, each opponent loses a life, we gain a life. Cool. That is a standard uh, aristocrat card right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So a little bit of an aristocrat package, but because we're playing tokens and we're doing the in and out and in and out and in and out thing, those cards are effective at dinking our opponents. And because some cards in the deck care about life gain and life drain we uh, those cards would be effective in helping us mitigate or or hit that mitigate our own life loss or hit that life gain checkpoint yes yeah what we did not see is is any very uh, evident infinite combos right yes we didn't see anything that's going to be like oh fuck well there it is right yeah well except for ether flux reservoir which is isn't infinite. It's just one of those. Oh God! Yeah, damn we it. didn't see any way to make infinite mana when we have an ether flux to cast Blex over and over and over again. And I want to talk a little bit about that because the, the the archetype. What what is this? Is this an aggro deck? No. What creatures is it? Are, creatures are too small to be aggro, and I think that the dinky life gaining. I think it's more of a cutesy deck. That's why I think that Mazarek was the commander of oh, the deck because yeah, if you had okay. Masaryk, this deck would be a fucking house. Yes. Whereas now you have to demonic tutor to get Masaryk and then use your 10 graveyard getter backers to keep getting Masaryk back into play. Yes, and we I don't know if we touched on it, but the name of the deck is Blex Value Engine. And I think the goal is to control the board a little bit, right? And make some mana and cast Blex on its backside, search for blacks or whatever, right? Is that sure. what it's called? Search for blacks? Search for blacks, blacks finding competition, search for blacks. Search for blacks to fill up your hand so you always have removal to kill stuff with and creature tokens to block and you can get them back whenever you want because we have lots of recursive getter backers or multi-use getter backers. Yes. So it is a value deck. That's kind of hard to say this is control if it's just like aiming to gain value and win with creatures yes. but it's also hard to call it a an aggro deck right? well, it certainly isn't an aggro deck i don't i don't think unless unless you get the mazarek yeah. and you're like okay i'm gonna fucking take you to pound town yeah now. exactly now then i'm gonna switch yeah. gears and that's like how you win right? yeah i'll beat you to death with a 14 a 14 15 eldrazi spawn you Ooh, like that because like that's I have 10 of those now. I do like that. Yeah. yeah, I do like that. So what would we call it? We 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 can't really call it a life gain deck either, can no. we? It's This is a dirtily deck, is what this is. Okay. It's one of those decks that kind of takes the, the not the cheeky long turn, but like those kind of do this and this and this and this and this turn, and then swings for five. 
Okay. Like it, I don't know if that moves us into strengths and weaknesses, and that's a weakness, but it is that is what the deck kind of does, the way it's built now. And I'm not sure if you get your Mazarek taken away, I'm not really sure what your secondary out is to win games. Besides the ether flux. Now, what, yeah. what we don't see or, or what we can't maybe theorize because it takes a lot of the deck's pieces is how often are we sitting like above 40 or 50 or 60 life, right? Yeah. Because we are gaining when creatures are coming in and out and we've got like six or eight cards that do that. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple more cards that just randomly gain us two life a turn, for example. So how often could we, you know, maybe one player's dead. How often could we tutor Aetherflux Reservoir, pay 50, kill somebody, kill somebody else who's tapped out? Like... Yeah. That could be a scenario that we could imagine. It's definitely a scenario, but it's one of those scenarios that, like, how often is it going to happen? Exactly. And and you know what I like about asking that question is we have to ask that question. Yeah. It's not seven tutors in the deck, every way to make big black or infinite mana, and then just win the game with with Ashnod's altar and Phyrexian altar and Exanguinate, sacrificing all our pests while we're gaining life that we can pay into fucking hatred if we need a second backup, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, yes, it does move us into strengths and weaknesses. Let's start with the weaknesses today because you kind of covered them already. How does the deck win if it loses a Masaryk or if it loses its Aether Flux? It's going to have a tough time, I think. And I think it's missing a couple of... We'll move into the actual... I think that a weakness that this deck has, and I'm going to catch some shit for this, this deck is begging for a Butcher of Malakir. Oh, yeah? It's begging. For, I know people hate Grave Pact effects. I know that. I'm not a huge fan of them either. Oh, fuck but, it. Let's go all the way there. Let's. let's this we, deck needs a Grave Pact. But you could put that shit in here, and it would give your little dirtily strategy that you yourself will rebuild from very efficiently. Yes. It gives you a way to keep the board clean so that you can swing in with your... 3-2 commander and your 1-1 one, one tokens and stuff, You know stuff, what? Right? I, I think adding even just one card in Grave Pact, because it's really two cards because we have a Demonic Tutor. Yeah. Could be four cards because we could add a Dictate of Erebos. Right? Is that the black one? Yep. I, I like Butcher because we have cards that make it cheaper and that Ezra Root Channeler, and it keeps on the the creature oh, yeah. zombie out of the recycling pile. Yeah, kind of and we've theme. got the 10-yard getter backer, so it's right yeah. exactly fits into what we're doing. I do like that, and that would make it feel a little bit more controly just with one card. Yeah. And it's going to further adding a creature maybe instead of, I don't know, a, a, a sacrifice outlet or whatever. You add another creature, and that gives us another opportunity to gain and drain and further that strategy. Yeah. The to, to, to TLDR on everything we just said it doesn't go all in. No. There's no one thing that it's saying, this is what I'm doing, yep. right? And and sometimes you get caught. I know a long time ago when I was building decks, I wanted to do everything. I like this card. I like this card. I like this card. I want to gain life. I want to, I want to drain. I want to search. I want to do graveyard stuff. Ah, pick one if you want to win that fast, right? <laughs> yeah. It's missing, and this is, this is another to the effect of it's not going all in on anything. It's missing the big mana, and it's missing the reservoir-like air quotes, combo lines, right? Yeah. Right? It And it's got, in its maybe board, it's got a Crick Son of Yogmoth, where it just allows us to pay life to cast shit. We could just fucking go to town. Yeah. Right? And it's got a Phyrexian Altar, and we could just go to town getting the, when whenever a non-token creature dies, we get a Eldrazi mana guy. Yeah. And we could sacrifice our reassembling skeleton for a black, 
and we could just infinite reassembling skeleton and drain everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I understand not everybody wants that, though. Yeah, I mean, you got the the game gotta end philosophy that we have here. We, we totally get that. And yep. you maybe you don't want to devote that much of your deck to, I don't want to say a scumbag combo, but a combo like that. So we, we get it. But those okay. are things that you sometimes need in a deck like this because you're going to, there will be times playing this deck where you're just going to, you can't win. That's, you know what? And in casual magic, I think you have to accept that sometimes. Totally. And that is where my Pramacon petitioners is. Sometimes <laughs> I just fucking can't win. Yeah. Am I still going to play and have a good time? Hell yes. Yeah. Am I am I still going to avoid king making at all costs and try to get second? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And sometimes that deck's only ever gotten second place, like fucking <laughs> ever. Right. <laughs> Let's move over to the strengths. Yes. Many build paths. Yes. There's a lot. We just went over it. You can do lots of different stuff with this deck. Combo lines, reservoir, graveyard stuff, uh, tribal. Like yeah, you control could, stuff. You could do a stupid tribal theme sub theme in here. Is there a swarm yard in here? No swarm yard in the deck. No swarm yard? Yeah, gall dang. Well, I, what? I don't think it affects pests, right? But oh, you, you wait. Well, you, you wait. Yeah, okay. It, it, you, you wait a second. Dude. Okay, well, well multiple build paths, I do like that, and that makes the deck feel very, not only power level fluid, but strategy fluid. Yes. Which, I just made that kind of phrase up. I dig it. Okay, cool. I think this deck would be fun to play, too. I don't know if you have that on there, but just looking at it, I think that it would be fun to manipulate these cards and play this. Yeah, people people are into Golgari, they're into zombies, they're into graveyards, and it it it, it, it has a specific identity that isn't just like dirtily artifact, right? Yes. Yeah. It, it's dirtily, but it's not artifact dirtily. Yeah. I like this one. Even though the deck is jank and on the lower side of the power spectrum, it does play powerful cards. Victimize. Fuck. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> Flux Reservoir, Demonic Tutor, Harvester of Souls, Masaryk Crawl Death Priest. Culling Ritual. Is that a powerful one? I think so. Okay, cool. And final strength, and I just wrote this one down because I like the, the kind of just jankness of it, is it could combo, kind of, <laughs> if yeah. you had like 98 of the 100 cards in the deck. Yeah. I, I like that, and it's just like, some people call it dirtily, some people call it meme some people call it cutesy. I kind We've of called like it, it all of those things in this episode. Yeah, and that is like the opposite in my mind. That's like the opposite side of the spectrum of like that high risk, high reward magic that I also like. Yeah. This represents the other end of the spectrum to me, and I like that. That's a good strength. Okay. It's a solid strength. Well, 219 bucks as it is, and there's no real budget breakers. It's not like... Oh, $100 is like this card. You yeah, know what I mean? The Ether Flux and maybe the Demonic Tutor are probably your two biggest offenders, 50 right? bucks for D-Toots and 35 bucks for Reservoir, hey? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and those in terms of power level and, and kind of what they would make your opponents say if they didn't expect that your Dirtle deck is going to have those cards... Those are the two cards that are going to do it, right? Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, I didn't know that we were playing fucking Tudor, your Ether Flux to win the game, dot duck. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> those are the two cards, and they happen to be the most expensive with good reason. So if you wanted to cut any, that's what uh, that's what you could cut. And, of course, if uh, if you don't give a shit about budget, I mean, get the Ashnod's Altar in there. Get the Grave Pact in there. Get, get, a, the, get the Phyrexian Altar in there. You do the, the, the BDB package, as we call it, the Big Daddy Black package in your land set. You could, yeah, yeah, and, and get your Volrath Stronghold to get your creatures back yeah, and your, your Phyrexian Tower. Yeah. yeah Lake of the Dead. Oh, shit, yeah, now we're talking. I love me some 
fucking lake. <laughs> oh, hell, we're playing green. We could play Growing Rights. We could play Gaia's Cradle. Shit, Fuck, yeah. Cradle would go good in this deck. Cradle if you would be good to. in this deck. What was it, Octopple, the fucking Oh, yeah. You know what? You know what? I, I, I found uh, I found uh, Gaia's Cradle on Fusion. They had they had one in stock. Non-gold border. Ooh. It's like 1,100 Canadian. Wow. that's Well, that's pretty good for American friends. It's like, what, 52 bucks? <laughs> CCO promo code CCO Fusion 5? Yeah. Shit. Save me some monies. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, so the, I like it's 209 bucks. I don't or 19 bucks. I don't think we have to say, "Oh, yeah, cut this, cut this, cut yeah. this." Because lots of these lots of these were actually from C21. Lots of the mana base you can get just from buying other precons. If you buy like the precon that came out in this color, you'll get most of this all of it maybe? Probably. I don't want to say all of it, but I'll bet you you get 90% of this mana base in the pre-con. That's perfect. The Witherbloom pre-con. That's perfectly fine. Yep. Okay, sweet. Card of the week? Card of the week. Okay, we we explored some of the options, and every time I suggested, Brandon was like, ah, fuck, everybody knows that card. Everybody knows that card. Everybody knows that card. (laughs) What card then, sir? (laughs) How about Blightmound? Blightmound, our, our... our SpongeBob representative. Yes. It, it makes dudes. It makes those dudes bigger when they attack. And so it's it's an enchantment for three. Attacking pests you control get plus one, plus zero. And whenever a and non-token menace. creature... Oh, and Menace. Yeah. Whenever a non-token creature we control dies, we make a pest. That when it dies, we gain a life. Yeah. So it's going to pad our life total when we're using these as chump blockers. And whenever our creatures die, we're just going to get another creature to replace it. It's going to get... Sick attackers too. Yeah, this, two ones with menace. This yeah. kind of feels like this. A little bit feels like black propaganda. And I know Cuscan Falls exists from Homelands or whatever. I know, <laughs> but this is like, oh well, if I attack you, you'll just chump block with your ETB guy that you already got value from, and you'll just get another blocker. Yeah. Right. So I'll just attack somebody else. I'm gonna swing in with you, swing in at you with my creature that doesn't trample, and you're gonna block it with your shitty token and just gain a life. Gain instead. a life, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this kind of feels like a little bit of an attack dissuader, which is yeah, a cool card. It's a neat card, yeah, I like it very much. So, and it's like I don't know, it's like a few bucks. It's like what is it, three, four bucks, I think. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe it's a, I think that's an okay card. That's right. You can go fusiongamingonline.com, CCO Fusion Five promo code. They got them in stock. They've got uh, the full art ones in stock. Cool. Those are neat. Yeah, I should get one of those. There it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Spice Calc? Spice Calculate. Or do we want to see what kind of cards we could add to this deck to maybe give it some more zip before we go into Spice Calculator? Oh, didn't we do that already? No. Oh. No. We're not with the guy's cradle and the, the no. Lake of the Dead? That was just land, Ryan. <laughs> oh, okay. That's just making the deck go. F- Let me hit you with a few cards I think would go good in Okay, here. hit me with the, the Brando Truth. So we've got a Lord in our command zone that virtually impacts none of our creatures. Okay. How about we play Maskwood Nexus? Oh, that makes all creatures all creature types. All creature types. Fuck yeah. So that's pretty cool. And you can tap three and it to make a 2-2 two, two blue changeling. Blue. So if somebody's... It, it atta- makes blue? They're blue changeling. So if somebody's, ooh, I am playing Sword of Feast and Famine. I have protection from your deck, fucker. Well, and people do and play like, Sword of Feast yeah. and Famine. Like, Welcome to hell, sucker. I have a blue creature out of nowhere, right? You, you know what nobody ever done? Ever? Demonic Tutor? Masswood Nexus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now you're in the nation and you're playing this deck. That there would be is. cool. Okay. 
How about Sedgemore Witch? Oh, I just saw that on, on the EDH Rec page, but we're not playing it currently. That's a new card from Stonkhaven. It's a 3-2 for Black 2 with Menace. It has Ward, will doesn't matter, but it's got Magecraft. Whenever you cast cast or copy an instant or sorcery, you get a pest. We're playing sorceries. We got instants. We got sorceries. We could get pests. We could make pests. Neat. More tokens. That's fun. Now here, here's a spicy meatball. How oh. about... How about Creekwood Liege? I think this is a good one. This Cre this is Golgari, Golgari, Golgari 1 to buff black creatures, buff green creatures, and whenever, at the, at the beginning of your, your upkeep, you get a sapperling or something? You get a worm. A worm! That's, that's black and green. So it itself is a 2-2. Two -two. It makes your 1-1 one -one pests into 3-3 three -three pests, <sighs> and it makes 3-3 three -three worms every upkeep. Not terrible. That's a cool card that's in like this deck. Uh, uh, who's the serpent? Coma? Coma who? <laughs> <laughs> How about Ophiomancer? That's a, uh, is that sna uh, snakes, right? Yep, makes snakes. If you don't have a snack, you get a snack. Doesn't work with Maskwood Nexus that good, but you get a 2-2 two -two death touch snack. Yep. That's pretty cool. And then, of course, since we're playing the gutter grime, it behooves our business to play creatures like Bloodgast and Nether Traders, I think. Yeah, I think so. Just because it lets us take advantage of our gutter grime and all of our creatures leaving graveyard effects, our desecrated tombs, our Tormod. Tormod. There's you know what they it, just it work plays well the with it, it plays the graveyard theme if we want to lean heavy into that, right? Exactly. Yeah. It just gives us some of that graveyard stuff that's gonna benefit us from playing some of the other cards. You're taking out some less powerful creatures in the deck and putting in some more powerful and unfortunately more expensive creatures. Yeah. Now we can go on to the spice calculator, Ryan. Last thing. Last thing. Last thing. Doubling season. We, we would be remiss not to mention that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. If, if we wanted to go down the token route a little bit harder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and we do go fairly hard on the token route, and if you're going to do something, why go halfway? So, yeah, if you got one, play it. If you don't, maybe wait for the next reprint and then get one. Yeah, for sure. Now, reviewing the EDHREC.com page... It looks like Blex has, like, all of the Golgari CEDH staples. It plays all the rituals, it plays all the tutors, it plays all, like, the fast mana, big mana, all the interaction, like, Veil of Summer. Like, interesting. It's because you go infinite and then win. Do, do the thing that, that yeah. I talked about where you just put your whole deck into your graveyard or, or yeah. get the stuff into your hand and you pay life for it, Yeah. right? Yeah, and you... You do that until you have enough interaction to actually just find your combo, and then when somebody tries to disrupt the combo, you use the cards that you put into your hand at the cost of three life. Yeah. That's actually a pretty astute little package, I think. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Any commander that's an infinite mana outlet that makes you win the game is probably going to see some kind of fringe play in that yeah. higher okay. echelon of games. I got this. Strength. It can do the Turgrid thing without being like, Making people feel like Turgrid feels, hey, <laughs> eh? because it's Blex. Would I feel what the like, fuck? I think that would be worse. Because at least with Tagrid, you know what you're getting. Or with Blex, like that oh. guy just ruined me with Blex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys, we're we're, we're here to play some CEDH. Who are you playing? Oh, I got uh, you know uh, Th Th Thrasios Oracle, whatever. I got this guy. I got this guy. 
Complex. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we punched it all in. There's 106 Blex lists as of now, and that makes him the 35th Golgari slash Witherbloom Commandy. Puts him right below Reese the Exiled and right above Sapling the Colfenor. So he's... Of Colfenor. Whatever. Of. Of and the. Sure. Who the hell was Colfenor? Never heard of her. Exactly. Average CMC, 3.15, which is where Commander lives now. Remember when it used to be 3.50? Remember that? Yeah, yes. we're getting low. We're getting low. <laughs> I bet so you by the, the end of 20, the end of the, the year, I bet you we'll see fucking three. Three, exactly. And that'll be like, we'll be talking about dirty, ca- dirtily casual decks with average CMCs of three. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. It is what it is. Yeah. One Tootski. And because all the EDH rec staples, 40 cards different than the average list on, on EDHREC.com. That's it, pretty good. It was either CEDH staples or like token cards and, and tribal cards. Yeah. Spider tribal, pest tribal. Yeah. So we're not doing either of those things. <laughs> so of course we're not. So we punch it all into the spice calculator and we get 58.1. Oh, hell yeah. That's pretty, pretty spicy. Yeah, that's a spicy meatball. I love a good meatball. That you order and then it's actually spicy as opposed to just a meatball with some fucking pepper on it. Yeah, 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 and and is too garlicky because they're always too garlicky for me. No such thing. Ah, it's, I know. You I'm gonna, shut I'm gonna, your I'm gonna hear it everywhere. Oh fuck, you don't like garlic? Garlic is so good. Ah, you know what? Some garlic is good. It's good for your skin. And when it's roasted, I like it better. If it's, I don't know. Sometimes it tastes like I'm, I'm eating somebody else's garlic breath, which is fucking just disgusting. Huh? Yeah, isn't that weird? I guess so. Anyways, that's the deck. <laughs> 58 <laughs> Spicy. Big thanks to Robert Galantine for sending it in all the way from the land down under. I can't think of another Australian thing to say. Uh, you know what? He's uh, he's not doing Spider Tribal, though he could. Oh, and, oh no, that's probably too, re- too real for him. Too real. Too real. Too, real. <laughs> too much like real life. He can't do scary animal Magic tribal because it's too real. Magic is supposed to be my escapism. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he's fluent in screaming? I hear that's the second official language of Australia. I thought it was swearing. No, it's screaming because of all the deadly animals. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Blue, probably. R- Blue ringed octopus tribal. That'd be a good deck. Ugh, that sounds dirty. That sounds like some kind of anime something that we shouldn't Google. The Blue Girl. Do not. Do not. <laughs> do not. You know, the, I can hear them doing it. The harder Stop. we stress do not Google, the more people do it. <sighs> Anyways, uh, final thought of the day. Big thanks again to, to Robert for sending it in. Final thought of the day. Thank our business daddies. Card of the week. What did we say it was again? The the fish guy? Blight Mound. Pick up your Blight Mounds. There it is. <laughs> Pick out your Blight Mound at FusionGamingOnline.com. They are our business daddies. They help us keep the lights on here for you each and every week. Use promo code CCOFusion5 to get 5% off the cards you were going to buy anyway and help the show out. Thank you all for being here as per every week that you are here. Thanks for taking us into your ear holes and your eye holes and any other hole through which you partake of the show. I think this deck was really cool. It'll be fun to play. It'll be fun to see. It'll be fun to tune up because there's lots of opportunity for you to do that with new cards that are going to be coming out or have come out as we have hopefully illustrated over the last hour and roughly five minutes. And with that, we are going to put a period on the end of the extended sentence that has been the arc of Stonkshaven, and we are going to be back next week with a brand new arc on another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!